name is Abby, and welcome to the very first episode of Stand Out But Please Fit In. You might have heard the trailer for this podcast, or this is the first time joining me. Basically, this podcast is all about situations I have to deal with when someone told you not to do something because other people aren't doing it, and the struggles it had on me from growing up to even today. I'm going to be giving you some advice or bring some guests to share their knowledge on what to do in the situation. For the very first episode, I want to share with you guys my childhood going all the way back and then talk about what exactly happened that I wasn't able to stand out for myself and I had to blend in with the other people. So, as you guys seen from the description of this, I am a third culture kid. So, what exactly is a third culture kid? So, basically, third culture kid is about you as a kid grew up from a place where your parents did not. So for me, I am Indian, 100% India. My parents were born and raised in India, but I was born in Japan and I grew up in Japan and also in US. And right now, currently, I do live in Japan. So majority of my life, I lived in Japan as an Indian. So I already stick out like a sore thumb. Because I was born in Japan, lived in Japan and in US, never lived in India. I don't speak any Indian languages. Obviously, I speak English and I speak fluent Japanese. So what kind of struggles I had growing up? So I was born in a city called Sendai that is north of Tokyo. So I don't know if you guys remember the 2011 earthquake in Japan, the Great East Japan earthquake. That's the city where I was born. And it's not a really big city. It's not a huge urban area. When I was three years old, I moved to a, a next prefecture over called Yamagata, which is even more rural than Sendai. So there are hardly any foreigners living there. And I was literally the first foreigner in my elementary school. I went to an elementary school. In Japan, even kindergarten, till I was 11 years old. So, my whole life up to my teenage years, I was an outsider. Everything I did or everything I said, everything I looked was very different from how other people were raised. And on top of that, because I had parents who were Indian growing up in India, it was a, a bit of a struggle. For, try to adjust for both of us as an adult, for my parents, and for me as a child. So today I kind of want to talk about what are the struggles that I had that trying to fit in. Obviously, because you're a kid, it's very hard to stand out for yourself. Because I had this experience as a child, this actually helped me brought to my adult life and how to stick out yourself when you're surrounded by people basically the same. So first that I wanted to point out is I am Indian. Obviously, I said that before. So I look very, very, very different compared to other kids in Japan because obviously my skin color is a big, big thing that was um, talked about as a child, which was very difficult because I don't have white skin. I don't, well, fair. Let's say fair skin. So I have a little bit of darker complexion. So when you're at the grocery store with your family and a kid 
sees you walking around, they basically yell, "Oh, there's an American!" or "Oh, there is an African!" to their parents, which is really, really crazy because I'm neither one of those. So that was probably. A worst experience. Well, one of the worst experiences that I always had to deal with growing up in a rural area of Japan, and I hated that because I'm neither one of those. I'm Indian, but kids just never seen a foreigner before, so they just immediately get thrown off. Not just the skin color. My eyes are much bigger. My eyelashes are longer. My nose is more sharp than. A typical Japanese people, so I guess、um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Well, now people love that I have a complexion because Japan is more accepting, or like they accept more exotic look. So a lot of people are like always talking about my face being different. So that's something that I always have to like. I even honestly, I still deal with it even today, which I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing. And because I had this really bad experience as a child, I kind of get a little insecure when I walk around the street in Japan. Even today, even though I live in an urban area, a lot of foreigners living there, I still get a little self conscious. Yeah, so that's kind of like a huge part. Of my life that was basically standing out for yourself because everyone around you looks different. Another thing that well, the early memory of me like trying to fit in is I went to private kindergarten, and in that generation, this was like around twenty five years ago. In Japan, they have a concept of can't leave food at the table because you don't want to eat it. And obviously, things have changed today because kids have allergies, so they can't eat certain food. But one thing I struggled most at my kindergarten was I had to eat everything when something just was not up to my taste. So there was this one food called natto. Basically, it's a fermented soybean and. It sounds really gross. I know some foreigners love it, but even to this day, I can't even stand the smell of it. I can't even look at it. I just want to throw up every time I see someone eating it. Our family, we never eat that at home. My parents have never had that in their life, so we don't buy it at home and eat it. So I never experienced eating that. But in my kindergarten. We had that for lunch, and I had to eat that because we can't leave food behind. All the kids went to nap time because they all finished their food, but because I could not eat it, I left the food behind. But the kindergarten teachers would not want me to leave my food, so they wanted me to. Literally, they forced it down my throat trying to finish it, and it was such a struggle. They literally put it. Onto my spoon, and then they shoved it in my mouth. So、um, that was something that's very different from Western cultures. Those people that are actually, you know, coming from Eastern culture, Asian cultures. I'm pretty sure you've heard of this phrase that it's rude to leave your food behind. But that's something that I had to. I struggled a lot. That's one story. 
Another story was elementary school. There are few incidences that basically racism. My parents, they obviously they're adults, so if they see racism, they look at it from a different perspective than as a kid, because kids are still innocent, so they want to see a good in everybody, including me. So I had these neighbors who are my age, and. We went to the same elementary school, so we. I wanted to play with them after school, but I remember my mom will not let me play with them, and I was so mad at my mom because they, she basically told them no to hanging out with friends, which it's kind of you know like you don't know why. Then I remember、um, I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't believe this, but. My mom will tell me that these girls they don't want to play with me. They they don't want to play with me because I was not Japanese. And even to be honest, to this day, I still don't believe that. Well, you know, I do believe it, but I've never really seen it with my own eyes. That was something that I really had trouble growing up. There's another time, so I didn't have a lot of friends growing up. I. Made few friends that I actually still keep in contact with today, even from my elementary school, my Japanese elementary school. So that's kind of cool. But I didn't have so many friends because no one really wanted to play with me. So I would go to places by myself. For example, so I, when I learned how to bike, I would take my bike to the park or even to like a. Kind of like a convenience store to get snacks, so I was all on my own a lot of times. And I remember,、um, even like when I took my bike to get some snacks, I didn't do anything wrong. I parked my bike right in front of the door, and then the guy who owns the store would yell at me because he told me not to park my bike in front of the door, which. I didn't like that because I was a child and I could definitely sense some racism too. You just have this feeling, so that's why even today, when I see people walking and like people stare at me, or I just feel insecure because I still have that feeling behind me where people want to comment, people commenting on me because I'm not Japanese. In this situation, it's hard to stand out and be yourself because. You're basically different, but part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast is in situations like this, we want to be able to make you guys feel that everything is okay. The last incident that I wanted to talk to you guys about is this is probably the worst that I ever had to go through in my elementary school. I call it the desk incident. So this was third grade, and at that time, everyone. So I already been to elementary school for three years. So most of my classmates knew who I am. Their parents knew who I am. We had the same class for two years. So it's not like no one has ever seen me before, and everything was fine. You know, I never had problems with these kids till this day, third grade. All of a sudden, no one wanted to talk to me, and someone started a rumor of me like smelling like curry, and. They were talking bad about,、um, oh yeah, don't come near Abby because, you know, she's Indian and she smells like curry. Which I don't never even eaten curry. We don't. I don't really eat Indian food at home. My parents do, but I don't. My mom actually cooked 
three separate meals for my family. So one for my dad, he wants to eat Indian food. And one's for my mom because she's vegetarian. So she has to eat vegetarian, like no meat. And then for the kids who um, don't want to eat Indian food. So she actually cooked three meals at home. So I never eat Indian food at home. So all of a sudden these kids will tell me that, oh, she smells like curry. And then if you touch her desk, so like a school desk, everyone has an assigned seat. Oh yeah, we can't touch her desk. So like they will kind of make like a tag or they just almost all my classmates. So they will make like a game of saying, oh, who can, like if someone touches her desk, it was like, you know, like, oh yeah, it's just, your hands will smell like her, something like that. And I remember like, that was literally the worst part of my life, but it was just awful and I just couldn't take it anymore. So I did talk to my mom about this and my mom talked to my teacher and this became like a whole class incident where um, everyone, even like kids that were not involved in it, went and like apologized like they wrote like an apologetic letter saying that like that was wrong and that they shouldn't treat me like that things got better afterwards but this was something because i was different from everyone else i looked different i acted different they just made fun of me my mom still has a letter to this day which honestly i don't even want to read it it just takes me back to like your childhood how kind of awful time was yeah, so this, there's a lot more incidents that that happened where I was just not able to stand out because people just, I was different. And in this case, a little bit different because you, this is how I was raised. But so there's a couple of things that I wanted to share as an advice before kind of wrapping this off. So first is from my perspective and because I had this instance growing up and how I was completely different from everybody else. Even though at that time, I wasn't able to do anything about it because I was a child and it's hard for me to like stick out to yourself when the surroundings are the same. Having this experience helped me um, overcome similar experiences up to today like my adulthood I was able to kind of share my perspective of like incidents of what happened to the generation that are like going through the same thing I live in Japan and there are a lot more foreigners today than they used to be and even like you live in like the rural area there's a lot more foreigners than when I grew up to be honest, they're very lucky because the kids today, they have seen foreigners a lot more than when kids at my age seen. There are a lot of celebrities who are half Japanese, half foreigners or full foreigners, and they don't have accents, the native accents as I do. I have native accents in Japanese as well. Kids see foreigners a lot more around than 25 years ago when I was a child so this was something they're very lucky I heard some incidents where I have friends kids have similar issues to what I had so 
I tell them like what exactly they should do and how to approach things and what's the best scenario and what I dealt with. And today I kind of wanted to share this to the world. And hopefully um, if you're struggling with the same thing, please let me know as well. And hopefully like this helped you guys. And second thing I wanted to talk about is this is for parents who are in my parents went through, they have kids who are third culture kid and and I wanted to kind of like share my advice and what I saw with my mom and my parents and what they went through so um, that they never have to go through situations that I did. So um, for parents, uh, make sure to keep a pretty good relationship. I know it's a little bit difficult because I'm pretty sure um, adults have a very similar situations in their lifestyle with the whole racism and like standing out to yourself. Putting that aside, kids are, they don't know how to handle with the situation because they already know that you're different. They are inferior. So make sure um, to keep their kids in tab and make sure like if there's anything going on, talk to the teacher, just keep a good relationship and just understand what exactly is going on with their kids at the school. This is extra important for the kids because they're already like, they don't know what to do with themselves. So understand what they're going on. So like they feel like they're not alone. Anyways, um, so that's it for today. I wanted to talk about my background and from next episodes, we'll talk about um, more of my background and then what more specifically, what struggles that I went through growing up different but they want you to be like the other people so anyways thank you so much for listening to my very first episode and hopefully um, you guys enjoyed it bye thank you so much